Hi everyone, it's Evie. Welcome to my podcast, Be the Best Version of You, where I help you master your mindset and realize just how powerful you are. If you want to build your self-worth whilst creating your dream life, tune in every Thursday for a new episode. Bye! guys welcome back to my podcast today we're joined by the first male guest on my podcast we are joined by warren who is a pt and online coach so warren today speaks really openly about the struggles with his mental health and the things he did to get him to a better place and i know this episode is going to help both male and females who are currently going through something and they're not enjoying life and they feel stuck and this shows that you know if you are a man that you can reach out for help you can you can get help to change your life and you know get some clarity on your situation um i think speaking openly about men's mental health is just so important in today's society and that's why I absolutely loved recording this episode with Warren and I know you're gonna love it too so let's get straight into it. My name's Warren I have just recently been diagnosed with ADHD the combined type um so it'd be cool to just talk about that and share a bit of my bit of my story um recently gone into the world of of personal training I've been doing it for around about seven or or eight months Uh, things are going well at the moment which is which is good okay cool because you've spoken a bit before haven't we about um your diagnosis with ADHD and kind of how that that has impacted your life in a good way kind of having clarity around that whereas before in your life it was quite like chaotic in your mind and mood swings do you want to tell us like a bit more about that and your journey with that yeah I'll try and keep it as brief as I can Um, so I mean like anxiety was kind of always the the thing that I got pretty much like diagnosed with even from like a a young age so when I was when I was younger I was like bullied quite um I had to like move schools I was going to like cancer and like the age of like 11 12 mm. and it was just, I still remember it now they, they refer to it as the the school wobbles um mm. and she gave me like a, a and it had like um I still see it like so clear in my head just like the picture and it was kind of just like a like a cartoon like bloke kind of walking along and he was all like wobbling mm. that's what she referred to as, <laughs> as kind of like the school the school wobbles but you know, it worked because I still, I still remember it mm. clear, clear as I can. I'm, I'm 30 now, um, and I got diagnosed obviously like two, two months ago. Um, mm. So yeah, so I've always kind of like struggled with mental health. I've always kind of like struggled with concentration and not really knowing like where I, I kind of like fit in or having like really bad thoughts about myself. But mm. then, you know, half hour later, I can be really happy and mm. I like kind of like plans and I was thinking like right I'm gonna do this gonna do that and then like half hour later I'm feeling really like just up and down again 
And yeah, so that's kind of like something that I've already always kind of like had and, and dealt with. And then kind of like when I, I moved schools, um, when I used to get anxious when I was younger, it used to kind of like be tears and like panic attacks. And then mm-hmm. as I got older, it kind of like turned into like a... Um, mm. then it, now there's this this new thing that I've got to manage. Um, and and then kind of like went into like work as, as everyone does. And then still like the anxiety like never really left and like not being able to sleep, not being able to concentrate, like just making like silly mistakes at, at work. Mm. Um, one thing, first of all, just to, just to kind of like touch on this briefly, when I first kind of like spoke to the doctor and the reason I want to mention this is because I don't want people to get put off if they are exploring any kind of mental health mm. the doctor said to me first of all there's a long wait you know which, which mm. is okay um but also he said people with ADHD have usually like chaotic past uh, my girlfriend or fiance shall I say um for <laughs> around about um six years now and um, because I kind of he asked me around that and he said well you know usually people with ADHD find it hard to to have relationships mm. um, luckily she's just very understanding is, is what I put Aww. it down <laughs> um, yeah and then he was kind of like asking me about um, like my work and how long I've been in the role and, and so on and mm. I've been with my current employer so I do two jobs uh, my PT on the side and then I'm, I'm part-time with them but I was full-time with them for um I think I've been there about eight years or so um mm-hmm. I moved to like and so on um and he said usually people with ADHD find it hard to hold down the jobs and mm. so on. so the reason why I'm, I'm describing this is because there is just such a thing around it at the moment and it's kind of like one thing fits mm. um which is which is not the case it's a very complex thing yeah. um like everything with, with mental health it's not just you feel this certain way and you have this and, and so on mm-hmm. it's a lot that, that overlap as I'm, I'm sure you're aware of um so yeah so if you are kind of like exploring the adhd side of things then don't get put off by people's opinions yeah don't get put off on stuff you see on on social media if you feel like a certain way, no one can dictate to you how you feel. You just mm-hmm. need to look at exploring that and see what kind of like comes off off the back of that. Because it's the best thing I, I ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so just I just wanted to get that bit that bit in there. Um, but yeah, so then kind of like rewinding it back, I was I've been signed off work like quite a few times, mm-hmm. um, speaking to like mental health professionals um been offered like antidepressants when I was to speak to the the doctor I took these for about a week and I felt like really ill and I just really didn't feel mm. like myself um and then I had like cognitive behavior therapy that kind of like helped a bit um but with kind of like ADHD I always just found that there was just an override switch and that something would work for a day or two and then it's yeah. there brain's just kind of they're like no we're not doing that anymore we're doing mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is you know crazy to, to get your head around um, yeah unless you you kind of like experience it yeah um I had an assessment work um 
kind of like how it affects me in kind of like the workplace. Um, um, the lady who I spoke to was, was lovely. Um, and then it kind of just went from there. She said that she's confident that I have the combined type of, of ADHD. Um, yeah. And for anyone listening who doesn't know what that is, it's kind of like you get the low moods, um, like feeling bad about yourself. And, and then you also get the high side. And I feel like this is very one thing that, that is misunderstood is that ADHD isn't someone running around really fast, everything fast paced. Like sometimes I used to sit there and if I had three tasks to do, I literally just couldn't slow my brain down mm. to actually concentrate on a task. And it was literally like I couldn't move. From... And that's because mm-hmm. although I'm not running around physically, it's like my brain is running around like a million miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, I then went, I decided to go private um, and I then started my medication. And I can, I can, not that I feel like a different person, but I mm-hmm. feel the good qualities that I had that were very inconsistent between the moods are now present a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I now feel like I am in a very good place and it's only been like a, a month or so. Mm. Um, so I guess like the, the thing I want people to take away from this is that if you feel a certain way and number one, don't let anyone tell you different, mm. you know how you feel, you know how you feel in yourself. Don't go on social media trying to look for answers because yeah. especially at the moment, there's a big movement on, on ADHD and not everyone, but it's, it's overplayed. Um, yeah sometimes for likes follows like most things um speak to a professional and get the help that that you need it's certainly nothing to be nothing to be ashamed of and that goes for anything with with mental health Mm. help there just try and get it if you if you can Mm. yeah definitely and like you said it's so individualistic isn't it like you know the symptoms that everyone has so like you said about it's not just one size fits all it's not just like a tick tick box thing like it's very complex um so I think what you said about people trusting themselves and trusting the feelings that you have in yourself to actually explore that and, and go and speak to someone about it and not just to like diagnose yourself online or or just listen to things online when yours might be completely different to that so um I think it's it's really good what you said about you know just just listening to yourself and you know yourself more than anyone don't you like you've lived with yourself for you know x number of years whatever it is and obviously with you it was like nearly 30 years that you've been experiencing these things yeah so the fact that you you know you took the, the action to, to go and see someone about it and you try different things. I think that is amazing. And it shows that, you know, you, you did, you want that, you want that change and you want to actually make a difference in your life rather than just accepting it. Yeah. And you know, one of the things, um, I, one of my, my close suffers with, with mental health. Um, and he's recently been diagnosed with, with ADHD. Mm. and we obviously speak as as friends do um 
And I was basically explaining to him how how I basically felt. And some things were, were kind of like very similar. Um, it's just he didn't tend to get like the hyperactive side. And then he kind of just said like, you know, I think maybe you, sh you should explore this. Um, and probably if he, if he hadn't have said that, I wouldn't have gone and, and explored it and oh, wow. be, be where I am, I am now. So again, the message like speak to your friends speak to your family you don't need to be yeah going at, at stuff alone and if you haven't got anyone around you at the moment then you know there's there's plenty of of helplines that, that you can speak to just speak mm. to someone and just get it off get it off your chest stop trying to like deal with everything by yourself like it's, it's okay to ask for help mm. yeah definitely and I haven't actually spoken about this really openly with my own experience on my podcast, but um, I've suffered like my whole life, really, ever since I was 16. I went to a therapist about it, actually. Mm. Um, and yeah, ever since I was 16, everything that you've just explained, um, I've basically been experiencing like the chaos in my mind. And like you said, it's just even though your body's not doing anything, your mind is just, you're, you feel exhausted because your mind is just running like a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. And you just can't keep up with it, can you? And just like the low moods, like, but then 10 minutes later, I'll be like, right, I got my life together. Like I'm feeling really good. And then an hour later, I'll, I'll be like in this like depressed, like state. And I'm just yeah. like, I, I crave just consistency and like balance but I've just never been able to have that in my life and like you said that you haven't really suffered with it in relationships or jobs like I have a lot mm. um so it's just yeah I'm for the people who don't know I am going through like um I'm being referred to my from my GP now to the ADHD like specialist for referral through the NHS but depending how long that is like they said to me as well like it, it is a long way like I was speaking to my mum about it and we were just like we could just go private like you did so yeah like that's the thing as well is just in the UK just the waiting list for just anything is just for mental health is just ridiculously long and they're just there needs to be some change about it. and I hope when I have kids in this world something has changed in that area because I just think it should mental health should be treated the same as physical health but I feel like physical health is so much more like pushed and prioritized in like the education system but also like in families because do you feel like as well with like the older generation like our parents generation mental health isn't really like spoken about at all they kind of just like they're like we just got on with it but it's like do you find that yeah yeah no definitely yeah and it's like and but the, I guess the the difference is is that so part of like ADHD is that you're always looking for like dopamine all the time. Yeah, that can be within food. So like you're you're binge eating. It could be yeah. something you're doing on on social media, game, yeah. drug, alcohol, whatever it is. Um, and you know back when I use my parents for example, back when mm. they back when they were younger, um, you know social media wasn't a thing. Mm. You know, not not everything was just so like accessible at, at the end of your yeah. uh, your fingertips. Literally, like order anything you want. You can get the nicest cars on on finance. Yeah, like rack up loads of debt on on credit cards and yeah. 
everything now is, is just so just so accessible it's so easy yeah it really is so like, easy even just like looking at like the housing market like it's so hard now to get yeah just just to even like get get a house and like yeah. my mum and dad said like back in the day they would pretty much like walk into the bank and you would be pretty much given like a mortgage and that's like crazy now is there yeah. like loads and loads of like paperwork and you know whether that's the right thing or not I, I don't know in that field but yeah like that the world has has changed and, and just mm. the point about like you know I'll most likely will have kids in the future and it's like I, I'm concerned and I'm I'm worried about how they're what is going to be like kind of like growing up but I guess like a bit, bit like yourself we're fortunate that we've kind of learned as much as we can about mental health and mm. hopefully we, we can pass that on to to kids or just, or just anyone you know if yeah. anyone's listening and they're, they're struggling with mental health even if this me speaking about helps one person that's that's like a success yeah I love that and in terms of what's helped you over the years like before you kind of got the whole diagnosis would you say fitness is, was a massive part of that yeah um yeah definitely so it, well it kind of it if I'm completely honest it depends what what mood I was in yeah a bit of context to that so I would wake up and then think right I'm gonna go to the gym I'm gonna go train or whatever and um, which is good you know I'd, I'd be I would say like quite consistent with it um but then if like I couldn't lift a certain amount or someone was lifting heavier than me or something like that, I would then start to get in my own head about it. Mm. And then it would be like a downward, a downward kind of spiral. Um, and this is part of the reason why I wanted to go into the fitness industry. Mm. There is, as, as I'm sure you know, um, there is just so much on social media um, about kind of like what you should be doing and, and mm. stuff like stuff on on instagram with people doing like crazy things like i seen a bloke the other day like throwing a barbell up in the air and catching it and i just thought come on who are you gonna see doing that in a gym you know <laughs> and if that lands on your head that's gonna hurt and you won't be training for a while um so yeah that was kind of like my passion for for going into the fitness industry mm. but those did help and when i say exercise it doesn't need to be like you're at the gym seven days a week or you're out running mm. just go for a walk you know like clear, clear ahead um and listen to podcast maybe maybe mm. that's fun who knows um, <laughs> and then just just get out get some fresh air um and just do something it doesn't always need to be everything at once you can do mm. like the most simplest things and, and it will help you mentally and that's what I kind of like started to then then realize that it doesn't need to be like everything all at once. It's yeah. Like I need to just take my time with it. And if I go to the gym and I only spend 20 minutes in there, at least mm. I'm there and I'm doing something. Yeah. You know, it's better than me sitting at home in my own thoughts about, about mm. stuff. So yeah, exercise did help, but it took me a bit of time to realize the expectations for myself and mm. they were like way too high. Mm. Yeah, like you said, it. I think when we talk about exercise or when I say to my clients, like, 
get yourself out there like exercise or like move your body it doesn't have to be just you know lifting weights in the gym like we just see online right now like it can be anything like a lot of my clients really enjoy just going out for a walk by themselves for like half an hour just getting their steps in because that clears their mind yeah a lot of my clients really like yoga one of my clients has started to do boxing now like so it's just you have to kind of find what works for you and I think don't be afraid to explore new things and like get yourself out your comfort zone I think that's what I've learned like the past few years don't be afraid to feel stupid that you're new at something because everyone started everyone was new once everyone like looked silly once so I think it's just about like pushing yourself you know out your comfort zone and finding what works for you I guess yeah no I I completely agree and um motivation especially since I've been on on this medication Mm. is a funny thing and one thing has become like very clear to me that motivation cannot be relied on Mm. so we often ask like what motivates us but just to give an example if you ever like waking up and thought I'm going to go for a big walk today I'm going to go train, I'm going to clean the house, kind of like whatever it is. Mm. And when it comes down to it, you then may only get like one thing done because you don't feel as as motivated as you did. Mm. In the, you know, which, which is fine, you know, things get in the way. So I, I think that motivation can cannot be relied on. Mm. When it's there, great, use it. But when it's not there, don't beat yourself up about it. So I think what, what should we be then asking people? And I believe it should be what habits do you want to create? So do you want to create a habit to go to the gym on Mondays? Do you want to create a habit to clean the house every Saturday morning? And you're not motivated to like brush your teeth every day, but you do it because it's, <laughs> because it's a habit, you know? So yeah. habits are like in, important things. So don't be disheartened if you don't feel motivated. Go for a walk every day. Um, having a dog helps. I got a, a two-year-old. <laughs> they're like he needs to go out for a walk so that that (laughs) helps me get out and and hit my steps and stuff but yeah don't beat yourself up if you don't feel motivated to do things every day that's just life you know things are going to get in the way you're going to be tired you may have not Mm. enough the the previous day but habits can be relied on Mm. in my opinion yeah and definitely staying I think discipline is is a is easier to develop than being motivated all the time like I think no one is motivated all the time no yeah. one wants to do certain stuff all the time and we all have our different things that we prefer to do than others but I think yeah developing good discipline and good habits just sets you so so far ahead yeah yeah definitely I don't feel motivated to you know train four days a week all the time but it's not it's now just become like a, like a habit and I know that once I do it I will feel so much better don't get me wrong it's like not not every workout's the best workout but that's okay you know I'm out I'm in the gym I'm doing something and that's what that's what kind of like really matters yeah definitely it's interesting because I I don't have to motivate myself to go to the gym like I've created a habit with it now where I will go five times a week but I struggle with walks like it's but I think it's because it's a slower like dopamine hit like I just like the quick quick hit and I'm like fuck yeah but with a walk I'm just like it's so slow so I think 
it's different for each person kind of what they're what kind of habits they want to create because a lot of people are like I can't motivate myself to go to the gym I'm like I never have to I just go I just do it because I love it but then like with stuff like trying new things or like a different hobby or like walking that's what I struggle with so it's just interesting isn't it how like different people kind of struggle or like enjoy different things yeah no no definitely and I think this also um like keeping it in line with what you just said and i success also falls falls in that category so to, to myself for example i started like pt in about seven or eight months um now someone someone could look look at me and say oh you've only got i don't know off the top of my head like 16 17 clients mm. you still work two jobs um you still work 30 hours a week your business is still at a loss currently but this is the way that I, I look at it. And I have always kind of like felt this way, but it was very inconsistent because of the ADHD. But now I can see things kind of like a lot clearer. Mm. So my answer to that would be that I have money to pay bills, fuel my car, go on holiday twice a year, go out for meals and, and so on. Mm. I'm most important of all, I'm happy. I love mm. both the jobs that I do and I'm passionate about both the jobs that I do. So how can someone tell me that I'm not successful? Mm. So then when we break down what success actually looks like is often put aside um, like someone else or, or kind of like another business. Mm. But what you need to ask yourself is what success looks like for you. Um, so I, I, as I kind of like said, all the things that I mentioned um, above and most important of all, I'm happy. And once you start to focus on yourself and forget about what everyone else is doing and what you can do, before you know it, other people are then looking at you and thinking, I want to be like them. Mm. Now, this is not saying that I'm not ambitious anymore because I'm happy. It just means that I can feel more content with, mm. with things. And I, I'm still ambitious. I've not like taken my foot off the gas. Um, I still will grow my business, and I kind of like have my my goals. Mm. Um, I'm happy to share what what one of those goals are, and it's in to improve my online app mm. and get like my own content on there. Um, mm-hmm. And my goal is for this year is just to get one video on there by the end of the year. Mm. Now you can look at that and think like one video that's that's not like a big goal, but the main goal is to improve the online app by having my own content. Mm-hmm. The mini goal is just to upload like one video. Mm. Now, which one seems like more achievable when, when you break it down? Um, and, you know, mini goals make up the main goal. Mm. Um, so if I'm improving like, an app, more people say they like it, the content is good, um, they got results, like look at these improvements on the app, he's now got his like content on there. Mm. And that's like promoting my business. Yeah leads to the growth but if I look at it and think like right by the end of the year this online app needs to be massive mm. that doesn't seem like like achievable but just getting that one video on there and having people look at it um comment on it whatever that's like promoting your your business which is gonna in turn make the online app bigger does that make sense yeah definitely um so yeah, that's that's kind of like things that I've started to, um, and I've, I would say I've always believed in it, but it was very just inconsistent. 
as I'm sure mm-hmm. you've, you've got the same with. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, with, with consistency. So consistency is something that's, that's very important to me. Mm. And like the best way I can describe this by comparing it to like a sports person. So people know that like Tyson Fury didn't just wake up one day like a world champion. Um, it just didn't happen by, by like chance. Um, it was years of literally doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. And anything you want to get good at, you need to do it basically consistently. Um, consistently, sorry. So if someone is like starting a new hobby, training plan, business, whatever it is, there will be people better at it than you. That's just mm-hmm. something to accept. But think about keep practicing, learn from mistakes, and then before you know it, those some mistakes you used to make will no longer exist. And you'll have new mistakes that you can learn from. And from that, you're better at whatever it is that you are you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um and the one thing to remember is that you are gonna make mistakes. You know, you are only human and that can be applied through like out life anything that you're you're looking to do but what's like important is learning from those mistakes and keep doing the good things consistently and mm-hmm. in, in my eyes that's that's like personal growth yeah definitely and like you said about kind of defining your own version of success isn't it yeah it's like it it's, it's difficult but you have to kind of turn down the noise of of everything else and of what other people think success is mm. and actually tune into your own frequency of of what of what happiness and success means to you but what would you what advice would you give to someone who's you know they care a lot about what other people think about their life and and their vision of success and they feel like they're kind of behind or what would you what would you say to them who what would you say to that person so as in if they're like comparing themselves to people do you mean yeah so like if they're if they care if they care too much about what other people think about you know their job or you know yeah how successful they are what would you say to them the first the first question i'll ask them is is what like yeah or, or like where has this where has this kind of like come from because you don't know what what other people are doing. And yeah. Social media has has a lot of things to answer for with this. Is that yeah? You know, people take the best picture on Instagram, best holiday, or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. you, that's just a photo. You can't compare yourself to to kind of like that that person because that's not necessarily kind of like like reality. Um, mm-hmm. And you need to just think about what you bring to the table. Wherever that is, you make a a list of, of everything that you've achieved. Because what I used to find is that I was so concerned what everyone else was doing. Mm. So concerned of what was going on on social media. He was lifting what at the gym. And like, I wasn't just focused on on me. And when you actually write down everything that you've kind of like achieved. Yeah. That should give you like some sort of like self credit of of everything that you've you've done, mm. and instead of asking like why, ask what like what what can I do to improve myself? The only mm. person you should be in competition with is is yourself. So mm. if you're, I'll apply it to like fitness, okay? Yeah. So if you're at the gym, and I don't know, bench pressing say thirty kilograms, mm. and then you go in the next um the next week and then you just put on 
1.25 kilograms you know like the little discs that are at the gym yeah and you put that on and you get say i don't know six or seven reps up that is you in competition with yourself mm. like you also improving what, mm. what you kind of like did last week yeah don't worry about what everyone else is doing like if you mm. have that drive to be competitive then be competitive with yourself yeah because no one else is going to care what you're doing apart from you no and it's not going to happen overnight but again going back to the habits make a list of everything you achieved that day make a list of everything you're you're kind of like proud of mm. and soon enough you'll be thinking about you and you'll forget what everyone else is is kind of like doing habits are very powerful things mm. yeah I really like what you said about that everyone else is so concerned about themselves that yeah. no one's even focused on you that's the thing I think uh, like a lot of people kind of think that everyone's looking at them in the gym or everyone might think they're doing something wrong but like what I've realized after being in in the gym for a couple of years now that everyone is no one's looking at you no. <laughs> like no one is looking at you everyone is so focused on their own workout yeah. that you know there's no need to eat no need to think that other people are judging you or exactly what you said about there's no need to like compete with anyone else if you can you know like you even said increase it by yeah 1.25 kilograms that is such a win that that yeah. is that's amazing and I think yeah the only competition should be you looking back at yourself and thinking you know what can I do differently how can I improve um yeah. like what can I do to progress myself and like just asking yourself those like questions but I think it's a really good sign of like good self-awareness when when you're able to do that yeah yeah definitely and the thing to remember is that progress is is progress doesn't matter how yeah. small big whatever if you keep moving forward then that's all you can that's all you can ask for yourself you know mm. some some weeks it may be bigger some weeks it may only be little things that you've changed but progress is progress or some weeks you may just stay the same and that's that's also okay mm. like you also need to learn to be competitive with yourself but you also need to learn to be kind to yourself also yeah yeah definitely I think it's yeah finding that balance between challenging yourself but also being kind to yourself it's like yeah. finding that balance between those two because I feel like some people probably sway too far one way like they're very harsh on themselves very regiment and then they're just like unkind to themselves other people I think are like too nice to themselves and you know they stay in the same place they don't challenge themselves enough but I yeah. think like a hybrid of both of them is like vital to like moving forward yeah absolutely and it's like you know there's no I wouldn't say there's any like right or wrong way to, to do it you just yeah literally need to make the mistakes as I said previously and just learn from it you know yeah yeah definitely and I think if you are listening to this now and like you are like really stuck in the gym like finding a PT like like yourself you know finding someone who's a few steps ahead of you who who know who has the knowledge yeah. and who can when you know what you're doing in the gym you feel so much more confident as well yeah. so you know just reaching out to PTs or reaching out to someone just asking people in the gym as well like just to help you like yeah no one's that scary like just no. just ask <laughs> yeah and, and just like on your, your point, and this is something to remember, when you've got like strong people in the gym, okay, and they may look in, they may look intimidating or whatever, they're probably like the nicest people ever. And yeah, if someone's like 
shoulder pressing dumbbells, 30 kilograms. Believe me, they are not staring at you. They are trying not to drop that on their head. <laughs> so just remember that if you feel a little bit anxious. And like, if you know, the, the gyms is, is a scary place. You know, I can, I can say whatever to make people feel yeah. at ease. How you feel is how you feel. But yeah. even just like going into the gym, maybe just doing one exercise or just filling up your water bottle or having like a walk round or whatever, again, is progress. Yeah. Next time you go in, maybe you then, I don't know, pick up a dumbbell, just do some bicep curls and then go home again. Yeah. Or you may think, actually, I want to do a little bit more. Mm. And again, you start creating the habit, you feel more at ease. And then before you know it, you're in the gym, you're training. Oh, I love that. It's like baby steps, though. It's just like small steps forward is so much better than no steps at all. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you're thinking about going into to like training, one thing that put me off at the start is people saying that the market is like saturated. Mm. Um, I'm doing it wrong. I'm not an expert. You know, I've only been doing it around about. Eight, eight to nine months um, mm-hmm. but I can only share with with people kind of like what I've done and this is how I kind of like view personal training mm-hmm. so losing weight building muscle getting strong um, whatever the client's goal is 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 kind of like the product so the method for that does not change yes is being overcomplicated uh, you really need to spend some time on, on social media as we said to, to kind of like realize that mm-hmm. but the method is is still the same so I try and keep things as, as simple as possible. No hidden secrets, no changing workouts every four weeks to keep people engaged because I believe that they're invested in me. And mm. Ask anyone why they kind of like buy something from the same brand or, or shop. One, the product is good. Two, they are invested in the brand. Mm. So you want people to invest in, in you and your brand. And you can do that by just investing in that person. And... You should be showing like an interest in, in their life, kind of like how they're feeling, mm. what's going on with them, struggles, relationships, whatever it is. Um, they should not be seen as just like a number or just a client mm. that, that is, is a person with, with kind of like emotions. And if you invest in them, in turn, they, they invest in you. And mm. I've managed to gain some like amazing friends in, in just a few months by like personal training. No. So like, you know, the main thing is that enjoy it you know, share your knowledge share your passion and people in turn will will invest in you and and your business mm. that is really good advice thanks for sharing that okay um but yeah that's that's kind of like a few of the things that I've, I've kind of like realized and I guess kind of like now my my values that I try and I try and like go by um in terms of like motivation and um how I view kind of like success and, and, and habits and so on. And, you know, just, just one final message. And I, I can't like stress this enough that if you are struggling mentally, then please just seek some help and you never know it, it could completely change. It could completely like change your life. Mm. Yeah. I'm really glad that you've been so open with me today and just really spoken about, your story and your struggles because especially men in mental health I feel like it's not it's not spoken about enough or men feel like they can't speak out because they're told to be strong to be 
to be manly and there's a whole thing like men don't cry so like on one final thing what would you say for because I do have some male listeners (laughs) what would you say um to men who feel that they've you know they've really been struggling within themselves they've they have like a really huge mental battle within themselves but they're afraid to seek seek help or or guidance on it what would you say to them my best advice would be to one of your mates about it because from having a conversation with my friend i'm kind of like got to to where i am today and you know don't be don't be ashamed of it you know Mm. life is shit sometimes and that's that's fine to to say that and you know it's, it's hard enough and you don't need to go at everything alone and like thing i've cried i've spent like nights crying do you know what i mean i'm not ashamed of it you know it is mm-hmm. what it is um but i've been through that i've been through that process it's hard and you have to face some like demons but i promise you it'll be the best thing you ever do in your life and if you haven't got someone to speak to follow my instagram and message me and I can point you in the right direction of wherever it is you you need to go with it yeah thank you so much do you want to share your Instagram uh yes so it's uh underscore and then wn uh fitness um and this that isn't for followers like if you want to follow me great um (laughs) if you like my content great and you know just just on Instagram um let me just say say one thing on that as well for people who are, who are starting out or, or doing businesses, whatever. I think on the top of my head, I only have like three, 395 followers, maybe. I don't know, it could be more. Um, and it's very easy to compare that to other PTs who have maybe like 5,000, 6,000, 8,000 or, or whatever. Yeah. But the message is that's three, let's just say 395 without checking. Um, that's <laughs> not like people that mm. you can potentially help whether that's with mm. content or, you know, they, they may just read something one day and think, actually, yeah, that's, that's good advice. I'm, I'm going to kind of like take that on. Um, mm. So, yeah, don't be comparing yourself to, to other people if you're just starting out. You know, it'll come in time. It's how, like, you can, 395 people, that's 395 opportunities to, to help someone is, is the way that I, the way that mm. I see it. Whether it's 50, 100, 10, whatever, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. So, if you have a business idea just just go with it I love that so much and I think people I think we think that you know having like 50 followers isn't isn't a lot but that's literally 50 actual human beings that like have chosen out of their day out of all of all the accounts on Instagram to follow your account because they like what they like what they see they think there's value there but if you think about it you know you have like you said 395 followers think of a room full of 395 people yeah like that is crazy i know you know i was just gonna say that because i know that i would probably be like pouring the sweat heart palpitations thinking god that is a lot of people exactly (laughs) i'll probably do that with 10 people you know it's like it's it's, it's yeah Um, exactly yeah so but yeah you know anyone struggling out there just do what you can you know you need you need to look after yourself reach out to people the people are, are out there who who will listen honestly thank you so much you've been yeah, incredible thank you. yeah you're the first male actually on my podcast yeah
<laughs> well, what, what an achievement that is as well. I know. I know, but, don't get me wrong, I was nervous, you know. It's like my first time doing something like this, but you just got to say how it is, you know. Like what, yeah. what you believe in is, is what you believe in. Other people will, will share your values and not everyone, you know, some people may disagree with, with what I say and, and that's, you know, that's fine. You mm-hmm. can't... Honestly, you would have helped a lot of people a lot of a lot of people speaking yeah. speaking really openly about this honestly i can think of people in my own life who who are really going to benefit from hearing this episode so i can't thank you enough for for coming on today and just, honestly it's my pleasure yeah it's, you've been amazing so thank you yeah thank you so much no worries at all yeah and anyone who is who is struggling um like warren said just you can just if you're a man struggling you can just reach out to him it, i mean you're probably going to be open for for chats to for different people if they're struggling with their mental health because you've been there and you know if you don't have anyone to really speak to just message warren or message me like when we're very nice people <laughs> yeah we're, we're here to listen you know and even if you have like someone local that, that you can speak to it's not necessarily reach out to reach out to someone you know you should be enjoying life like life's life's too short um, yeah. And I know we hear that a lot and it's very like cliche to say, but it is, you know what I mean? Like I think, I can't believe I'm 30, you know, and I've just yeah. been diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah. One thing on that, I don't see that as a waste. So if yeah. you're thinking like I'm 40, 50, there's, there's no point. Is there like, I'm glad that I have this now. If yeah. I had it at 25, great. I've got it at 30 and that's fine. Because I yeah. think about now everything that I've achieved up until being 30. Mm. And now I can actually think a bit clearer. Which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, you know, what, what else am I gonna what else am I gonna look to achieve? So even if you're yeah. um still speak to people, still do what you gotta you gotta do, um, to make your make yourself happy. It's mm-hmm. life's a life for living. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Let's thank leave you. let's let's end it there. That's let's good. leave it there. I could go on for hours. <laughs> we'll have to do a part two. Yeah. That'd be good. I always say this, but no, I think we, you, there's there's so much to speak about, isn't there? So yeah, yeah, amazing. Well, yeah, thank you, and we'll have to arrange another one. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Have a nice weekend. And yeah, you too. Bye. Bye bye.